another episode of the Fly and the Wall Show. Man, I'm so happy you made it this far. I would never let fear hold me back ever again. And I got a special guest. This is about to be an amazing conversation. I got the legendary power move maker and shaker. This is about to be an amazing conversation, man. I swear I hear it all like a fly on the wall. But truly, I'm not small. I'm the flyest of all. And this a meeting ground for the blessing profound. The hottest talk show around. You better turn up your sound. Because if you want to be great, you got to learn from the greats. Analyze what they say and avoid their mistakes. If you got what it takes, just give me a call. I'm here to hear it all. It's the Fly on the Wall show. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, J.R. Lee, a.k.a. Food for Thought. And we're back for another special episode of the Fly on the Wall show. And guys... Today is about to be a very special episode. Things are looking a little bit different. It's an experience this time. Shout out to the Plug ATL. Shout out to Romello Vision on the visuals, man. It's about to be a beautiful experience. And today, guys, it's different because, one, I'm joined by the beautiful Natalia Lee Marie. She's going to be my co-host for today. Hey, guys. Yes, yes, yes. And by the way, this episode is sponsored by Golden the Brand. We're both wearing Golden the Brand. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> and, man, I got my brother the trendy chef joining me today. Trendy. Man, all, you got me all the way in ATL, huh? Yeah, in ATL, <laughs> all the way from California. And Trendy is no stranger to the show, actually. Trendy was actually one of my first, I think, five guests back back when I, I think we did our episode when I was in the hotel room doing some content, man. And so Trendy, yeah, it's going to be dope, man. You're one of the first people that really showed love. You know what I'm saying? As soon as I asked you, like, yeah, let's do it. Man. You posted the flyer and everything. You was excited. Yeah, you man. gave us a whole show. You had the fog and the smoke. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. So, you know, it's the experience. So yeah. the first person I had to have was you, my brother. So I appreciate you, man. So how you been, we gotta, man? We got to work together all the time. All the I've time. been good, man. We I definitely got a lot to talk about. I've yes, been working on a lot since then. Yes, so much stuff has changed. It's like... Yeah. Ridiculous for you and me. So for much sure, stuff for has changed. sure. That's crazy. When was that anyway? Like, um, I want to say that was about... I think, man, I think it was December, December or October of 2020. Dang. Yeah, yeah. That was like the beginning dang. of the show type stuff. Time yeah. flies. Oh, time? About a year and a half ago. Yeah, dang, so, that's crazy. Yeah. So let's talk about it man, <laughs> for, the, for the trendy, for the people who who may not know who you are. You know, you're going viral everywhere on the shade room. I think you, you've been posted as the most viral chef on the shade room in history. Yeah, I've been, I've been posted. I've been the chef to be posted the most on the shade room. For yeah, sure. they, like new chef like they have not posted and i think i've been posting on like 13 14 13 14 times yeah. man millions of views on tiktok yeah yeah crazy on instagram yeah for the people who may not know you trendy let's talk about yourself who are you man i am the trendy chef i used to be called the weirdo chef uh because of all the crazy stuff i do on the internet man the deep frying people know me for deep frying the water People always double take. Deep frying water. Uh, see that same thing. <laughs> like, everybody always double. I never met anybody that didn't double take. Like they be like, I have a normal conversation. Yeah, man, I deep fry water, and I, I say it regular, like it's just a regular thing. I deep fry water, but anyway, they be like, hold on, hold on, what? Stop. What do you say? You say you deep fry what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, water from a water bottle. Like it wasn't people like, did you freeze it? Was it a, like no, it wasn't frozen. It was from a water bottle. It's uh, gastronomy. I learned it in culinary school. So most, you know, a lot of people, shout out to everybody online cooking and stuff, but a lot of them are like, they learn on social media. They're just doing it for social media. I really went to school. I traveled the world doing it. Um, I learned the scientific ways of doing things in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So gastronomy, I just gelatized the water. 
And when you gelatize the water, you bread it just like you do chicken or any other thing that you're frying. But then when the gelatin hits the water or the fryer, it pops the gelatin and it just leaves the water and breading. So it's just literally fried water. Wow. So and I, and I was the first to do that. Did you and drink I don't know that? Why I did. Eat that? It was disgusting. It was disgusting. It wasn't good. <laughs> it gotta <but> be. <laughs> it wasn't good, and it was scary because it's like you're deep frying water. So you're like, is it a million degrees when I bite into this? Yeah. So I had to definitely let it cool down because I I never really fried water. So that. I was like, yeah. I'm like, what if it's like a million degrees and I burn my tongue off or something? Then it's so, a hospital visit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was it was it was fun. It was like I got a lot of. Like, it was fun, but I got a lot of crap for it. A lot of people that didn't understand what I was doing, they were like, why would you deep fry water? It got, I don't even know how many millions of views. Yeah. Like, in 24 hours, I already had over a million. But um, it was all over everywhere. Even, I forgot the um, the newspaper article that put me in there. Po- like, it was in the actual newspaper that come yeah. to people home. I can imagine. But it wasn't for a good thing. Like, I think oh. my dad or somebody was like, hey, you're in the newspaper. I was like, oh, that's dope. They was like, not for a good thing. It's saying it was like a... TikTok suicidal prank. Oh, and I was like, suicidal prank? Y'all overdo it? And, I, and it was like, that because, was a reach. And it was like, and they reached out to, I guess, one of the top scientists in the United States <laughs> to recreate it and to tell if something went wrong. He was like, if it was a hole right here and it hits the, the water, hits the fryer or the oil, it's going to boil over. It's going to hit the, the fire. It's going to explode. I was like, None of that happened, though. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're saying everything that could have happened. I guess people are recreating it, like, okay. a lot of kids, but yeah. everybody was successful. You just followed my steps. Yeah. yeah. But I guess they were saying I should have said, don't do this at home or so, don't try this at home. So I recreated the video, and then I said, don't try this. But even if you say it, people don't try it anyway. Yeah. I mean, so you live like, and you learn. <laughs> now, now, question, you know, shout out to you for being in the paper, right? And now, so being in the paper now, a lot of people want to be in the paper for good things, but sometimes it's not always good things. Did that hurt yeah. the brand or... Is it for you like all promo is good promo? Yeah, all promo is good promo. It didn't hurt the brand at all because it's what I do. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing stuff that nobody's ever done, and it's always something like whenever I do anything, people are like it's been done. I'm like, then show me, like research, show me, send me a link. Mm-hmm. They can never send me a link. I won't say that I did something first unless I researched it and I researched it more and more and more because it's a lot of stuff that. Of course, I didn't do first. But if I know I did it first, then I'll say it on social media like I was the first to do this nice. because I did my research before I posted. No, I think Soldier Boy probably did it first, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Soldier Boy did everything. <laughs> I just seen something about him saying he was the first to put uh, French fries on a burger. I was cracking up. Okay. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? So, man, like the Trendy Chef, how did you how did you get that name? And before you were the Trendy Chef, I know you were the Weirdo Chef, like, what got you like cooking? Like, what was your inspiration to start cooking? Not being in a household where it wasn't like I had a stepmom that cooked food, of course. But you know, my my parents are older, so you know they wasn't always cooking, and my dad couldn't cook for nothing in the world. So it was like I was like, man, I need some real food, and I literally never thought about being a chef, none of that. And I was like, you know what? I saw an infomercial. It was like middle of the night. I was like, woke up like it's it was like one or two in the morning and it, I left my TV on. I was like what is this it says something about culinary school I was like culinary school was that like a home ec class I didn't know mm-hmm. I was like, I already took home ec in high school like what is a culinary school and then I was like I signed up for it and I went and I was like oh this is not home ec it mm-hmm. was like you need to serve safe you need to learn how to hold a knife before you can even touch the stove um you need to we were doing like thousands of dishes a day Jeez. while studying like this huge book for our tech and if you didn't pass the surf safe you actually got kicked out of the school because you can't cook you can't be a chef in any restaurant without a surf safe you can get mm-hmm. a food handlers and be a line cook mm-hmm. you cannot run any kitchen without a surf safe 
wow. uh, in California. Okay. Um, so I was like, all right, I got to serve safe. And I was still like, I didn't even know how to cook an egg. I didn't know how to boil an egg. I didn't. So they was like cooking. Everybody else in the school was like, man, my grandma raised me. My mom, I know how to do this. So I was looking around like, y'all really know how to cook. I was embarrassed because I was, yeah. they was like, do a sunny side up egg. I was like, a what? <laughs> like, <laughs> sunny side up egg. I'm from the hood. We eat our eggs all the way through. Yeah. So I was like, all right, whatever. And then I burnt the hell out of it. People were like laughing like, man, you don't know how to cook an egg. I was like, bro, I never cooked in my life. Yeah. And then fast forward, I think it was junior semester i was studying from freshman to junior that's like it was like a year and a half because it didn't go like year by year but i was like studying my ass off so i did a competition it was 1200 people um it was a two week long competition i placed first number one um and then when i went up to the stage and got my uh my trophy and my awards i had on overalls i had my skateboard and then i had like my chef coat over but like one strap was off and people was like Okay, that's weird. I've never seen a chef like that. And then yeah. people are like, man, you like a trendy chef, bro. Mm. But you're a weirdo at the same time. I was like, hmm, trendy chef. Weird. Okay. I, I patented, trademarked all that. I was like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm going to run with this name. Yeah. So that's how the whole name came about. That's, <laughs> that's dope. That's dope, man. That's like a, an interesting experience going to uh, yeah. Chef's Culinary School. Mm -hmm. you, you wanted to be a chef at, at one time, right? Yeah, I did. Actually, like in high school, like yeah. I was obsessed with like cooking and stuff like that Dang. i wanted to go to johnson and wales that's one of the best too yeah hey, you want yeah. to go to one of the best i went to yeah. we didn't have a lot of money we had to go to smaller school <laughs> that's, that's like the top of the line yeah. right there i went Dang. to visit and everything i was like oh man Dang. and then it didn't work out that Why way not? i feel like well i moved um from new york to florida and um there's a senior. there's a johnson and Wales in florida by the way yeah Miami. but i feel like well this is what happened okay so when i was in new york you know i was taking ap classes i was johnson ahead in i was ahead in like you know all my classes and stuff like that when i came to tampa um none of my credits transferred over so like i was like behind like i had to take uh like remedial english or something like that like you know what i'm saying because i didn't take fcat just all this stuff so like my gpa was much different when i got to florida than new york so i had to change my whole like trajectory of where i wanted to go to Dang. school and everything so Dang. but you, yeah. you do you do uh culinary classes as well though so you can you can get her right yeah yeah i teach um well more youth cooking class i don't think i <laughs> everybody's been telling me to teach an adult one and i haven't yet but i don't want to touch on that too like yeah. i want to definitely teach like couples how to you know it might be two couples that can't cook both mm -hmm. can't cook you know like teach them i think that would be like my next move because i've only cool. i've taught ages three to 14 mm. so um i've been i traveled all around the inland empire which people don't know that what the inland empire is that's At just all. like all southern california area okay. um you know from the riverside to the san diego to the palm springs mm. and travel to all these schools not not getting paid none of that like literally going to teach these kids um i had a program called put the knife down and pick or put the guns down pick the knives up the yeah. chef knives up um so you know i was teaching them like in the hood going to hoods like mm -hmm. man they was like yeah I, I have my strap all the time i was like look bro Put that down, put a chef coat on, pick a chef knife up, and uh, I changed a couple lives for sure. Mm. Like, wow. Yeah, some parents still thank me today. Like, man, you saved my, my son's life, my daughter's life. I was like, that's what it's all about. It's, that's worth way more than millions. That's worth more than millions mm -hmm. and trillions of dollars saving lives like that. Yeah. Because a lot of young black men from the hood, like from the different neighborhoods, yeah. they, th they think they thought cooking was like a female thing like yeah, no that's yeah, not yeah. why would i do that even when i got into cooking yeah people was like you're cooking like cause i came from like crazy neighborhood hanging out with yeah. crazy crowds and it was like yeah. you went from fighting like doing all this and now you're cooking bro like yeah. they was laughing but then like a year or two later i had people doing 
like life sentences, real friends of mine. They was like, man, I'm in here cooking now, bro. I yeah. was like, dang. Like in my mind, I'm like, that's dope that you're doing it now. I wish you would have done a little yeah. bit before. Yeah. But then I had people that's going that's still going to get released. They're like, bro, I've been cooking. I've been watching your stuff. I'm like, I ain't gonna say how you've been watching my stuff. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, he was like, yeah, I've been watching all your stuff, man. I want to be a chef when I get out. I was like, bro, holla at me when you get out. Yeah. We can we can cook one on one. I'll show you some stuff. That's so strong. Was like, no, that's that, strong. That's very strong. Yeah. Man. Life that's changing. Strong. But you know, speaking about that neighborhood, man, for you, like, what was it like? Because what part of California are you from? I'm from Moreno Valley, California. Moreno Valley. I never heard about it. What was yeah. it like? They, they they call it the Murder Val. Ooh, the yeah. Murder Val. <laughs> yeah, they call it the Murder Val. Um, yeah, and that's that name is really what it is. I believe it. Yeah. So like, what was it? Like, what was it like for you growing up as as young trendy, little trendy? Man, just um, just being like really raised by my dad, my stepmom. Like I said, my parents are older than a lot of people's other people's parents like their kid they they was like yeah my mom in our 20s and 30s i was like mm-hmm. my dad's in his 40s 50 like my dad they thought he was my grandpa picking me up from oh, school. Man, and I was, yeah i was <laughs> like so you know it was easy to get away with a lot more stuff because mm. he was older you know i used to steal his car in the middle of the night go to um he, he, he be laughing at this too <laughs> steal his car his truck in the middle of the night go to yeah. parties um fight like just fighting was like I loved I was loving the fight I was like you know what I love to fight let me just pick I literally would like be driving in a car see a, the biggest dude and I'm like hey pull over they're like pull over for what I was like I'm gonna fight this dude they're like why mm. it was just my mind was just and I think a lot of the I think that was a lot after my sister passed mm-hmm. so my sister passed at the age of 15 I was 15 not her but um she got shot and killed in Vegas um and after that I was like oh this is what life is all right I'm about to just be beating up everybody and going crazy. Mm. So uh, how how you were 15 at the time? Yeah. So like mm, like how did that? Because like loss loss is something that's very hard to you know, oh, especially yeah. when it's like something that's violent. Like, like what was going through your mind when you found that out? Like it was actually crazy. My little brother, he's like me, like tough guy, yeah. and uh, he was at the park, like he was crying. I was like, and I was walking home from school or something. And I was like, hey, bro, you good? What happened? He t- like, our sister died. I was like, nah, it still didn't hit me. I was walking home. I was mm-hmm. like, what's he talking about? I was shocked. And I just fell down when I seen the family. So I was like, dang, mm-hmm. for real? So I just went nuts. Like, I was like, you know what? I took it the worst. So they was like, man, I didn't see nobody for weeks. I was like on the grind, like as far as like ready to beat up people, ready to rob people. I was like, yeah. I was like in that mind. So, mm-hmm. And I was doing so much crazy. I see my dad like tear up. He was like, you know, I'm going to lose you if you keep doing this. So that's when I was like, you know, I got to go to school. I got to do something. Yeah. That's when the whole cooking thing, because I didn't even think about cooking. It was yeah. basketball, skateboarding. I was great in basketball. You know, I was like one of the the, the biggest stars from the area. Like people couldn't even touch you me. You like you court. played basketball, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what position you played? I played small forward. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's because I was tall and lanky. <laughs> but I wasn't big enough to play center or power forward. I wasn't like, yeah. like those big guys, the shacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basketball was my passion. But I was like, you know what? Let me try this cooking thing out, but it, it worked out. It worked out, man. And, you know, was that, you know, rest in peace to your sister. Yeah. Sorry about that. Was that your only sister? No, I got seven sisters, but uh, another sister, seven Pat. Sisters. Yeah. That's a lot of girls, man. Yeah. Daddy. And they tough, too. They tough. <laughs> I pray for you. Yeah, that's tough. a lot of girls, bro. And, um, and then another sister of mine passed in 2018 from breast oh. cancer. Mm. So, yeah, so I was another sister. Um, You know, she, she didn't really talk about it with the family or nothing until it was like, really like last minute mm. so you know going through that and that's when i was really like on the grind done with the fighting done with everything so that kind of set me back a little bit too and i was like dang man what's going on 
you know, and then my pops, like, I can't lose no more kids. Like, mm-hmm. you never want to go before your parents. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that one, like, it, like the first sister, it was like mean, angry. The second one was like, man, I got to grind. Like, yeah. you know, the family need me. Yeah. So it was like a whole different mind from yeah. being 15 to being grown. So it was mm-hmm. like, all right, yeah, I got to grind. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, <clears throat> I'm holding in the cough. I'm not crying. I'm just holding in the cough. <laughs> but yeah, man. Wow. You want to talk about losses or anything like that? Or? Well, I was just going to say, like, I was listening to you and I'm thinking about, like, that perspective shift. Like you said, like, the difference between you being 15 and then you being an adult, you know what I mean, and how you took that. And so yeah. when you were 15, you got rebellious. Yeah. But then when you were older, you took that kind of, like, maybe, like, life short or, you know what I mean, the yeah. sense of, like, I really got to leave a legacy for my kids. I got to really leave a legacy for my family yeah. and, like, make yeah. sure that both of my sisters, like, they didn't pass in vain. You yeah, because I mean? you never know, man. Life is so short, especially even this year. We lost so many people, like, yeah. in general. So it's like, you never know. So it's like, man, it's time to grind. You want to, if you, by the time you leave here, you're going to be like, man, I did a lot. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, if my, by, you know, when I leave here, I want my kids to be like, all right, dad left us behind knowledge money mm-hmm. you know we're good mm-hmm. you know so yeah and shout out to your kids man yeah. how many how many kids do you got Trinity? i got six million kids man <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> but nah man yeah i wish i had six million followers <laughs> but, but yeah those are my yeah coming no yeah. but for sure man but you are a single father yeah so what's that like balancing you know life business your children. I know you be doing your daughter's hair. Oh yeah, you saying that? <laughs> I know what son, I'm doing. Taking your son to <laughs> all these games and stuff like that. Yeah. What's that like for you, being not only like a businessman, you know, but a father as well? Man, it's it's. Uh, I don't even know how to even put it in words. The how, amount of work it is because it's like you still want to spend time with them, but you know you have to grind. You know you have to get the money. Um, and then when the whole pandemic thing happened, when you had to teach, you had to teach the kids because the schools were shut down. I was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. And that new math. Oh, no. I don't know if y'all know the new math. That new math is crazy. I don't know what. I was like, what is this? Yeah. I feel like son, that's what our parents were saying when we were young. Yeah, like, this like, new math. Like. <laughs> like, what math is this? So it was, man, it's just like, I, in my mind, I'm just, I have to do it. You know, it's hard. Even I have so many friends. It's like, bro, how do you, how are you yeah. surviving right now? Like, what do you? It was like, I wouldn't even be able to even be in your shoes for 24 hours. You know, mm-hmm. I'm taking the kids to catering events. Yeah. And then from there, going to my son's basketball game, daughter's basketball game. I'm going here, there. And I'm still being the dad, still paying the bills, still doing. And then still trying to live my life at the same time. So mm-hmm. you got to balance it all. It's like, you know, when the kids, to me right now, how I keep it organized. I'm like, all right, the kids go to school, yeah. you know, from eight in the morning to like three thirty. let me get all of my work done or as much as i can so when they get out i can spend time with them not mm. you know i had to learn that because it'll be like they'll come home from school yeah. i'm like yeah yeah go watch tv or something i still got work to do yeah. and i don't really see them like yeah they live with me but it's like go play video games go do something i still mm-hmm. gotta yeah. so i had to stop that i'm like no nah, i can't just they come home watch tv and then go to bed like we, we had to stop that so it was like nah i'm gonna finish the work by this time pick y'all up, spend some time with y'all, watch movies, family night, game night, um, teach y'all something every night. You know, you got to read, you mm-hmm. got to you gotta tell me what you learned about, you got to write it down. I want y'all to be, you know, I want y'all to be entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. I, don't really want, I told y'all, I told them the only people, only person they should work for is me. Mm. And when they do work for me at a young age, I'm not, I'm going to treat them like everybody else. Mm-hmm. It ain't, you still have to fill out an application. You still have to sit down at an interview, mm-hmm. not even with me. You have to sit down at an interview with, 
the management. Like not, it ain't gonna be dad right there interviewing you, mm-hmm. uh, and they're gonna tell you if you got the job or not. <laughs> so it's like literally, you ain't gonna just get the job. Yeah. Like so, I want them to be like that, not like, oh, my dad got this restaurant. I'm gonna work. I'm good. Yeah. Nope. You gonna learn how it is to fill out application, job interview, and all that stuff. For sure. And like for you, Trendy, why? You know, that's all like like ownership. Why is ownership so important for you? I know you learned that lesson a long time ago for when you first started as a chef. Why is ownership so important for you? To me, just um, it's not for everybody. And I tell people, as long as you love what you do, because like some entrepreneurs are against like, man, forget a nine to five, man. You have to do this. You guys are bumping. Like if you work somewhere and you love it and you love working for somebody. Yeah do that because this entrepreneur life is not easy at all it's way Mm -hmm. harder and i tell people like the nine to five is the easy way out Mm -hmm. you go to work you clock in it's the same schedule every day Mm -hmm. it's the same payment you get paid every two weeks it's the same my entrepreneur our days are not the same at all i I never have a day that's the same Mm -hmm. you know i have to travel here do here right now i'm atl doing a uh, podcast so it's like i'm everywhere um so i tell people like well what really set it off for me is a big thing that happened in one of the restaurants that i was in yeah um, you know, I came in, I think I was one of the first black sous chefs in the area. I came in happy, like, yeah, man, I'm first day on the job. I'm the first black sous chef in this area. You know, it's an all white city. Um, and then I was like, yeah, I'm going to go in and grind. Mm-hmm. So as I came in, one of the executive chefs, so he was sous chef. He got moved up to executive chef. He's like, man, I got something for you. I'm like, all right, cool. And then he brought in, uh, what was the first thing he brought in? He brought in the watermelon. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I'm, I'm still on the grind, so I'm like, mm-hmm. It's the first day I'm hyped up. Watermelon, I was like, all right, put that over there. I love watermelon. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, all right, cool, man. I'm going to eat that for lunch. I like, do. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, man, you know. But then I was like, all right, cool. And then he brought in a grape soda. And I was like, all right. I paused for a minute. And I'm like, hmm, you know, I don't drink soda. I ain't drink soda in 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. I didn't drink soda. At that time, it was like 10 years. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I don't drink soda, man. Like, give it to somebody else. Like, mm-hmm. put it over there. And then he was like, all right, but one more thing. Then he brought a fried chicken. I was like, oh. I see what this is. Oh, this is what you're doing. And I was like, you think that's funny? Yeah. And then I kind of like blacked out because I was like, man, I got back. I literally blacked out. I was like, yeah. dang, I could beat you up right now because I used to love to fight. <laughs> and that's why I was going back into my old mode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can not say nothing. I could try. It was so many things going through my mind. But by the time I could do anything, react, we had servers from every nationality like slapping them punching them scratching them asians white black everything they're like you racist people and i was like whoa and i black and then they pulled me out still stuck i was like what's going on right now i'm sushi i've been working hard for this they pulled me out and it was like we're we're quitting i was like what we what (laughs) i was like yeah i'm quitting so i left that day without i had fifteen hundred dollars to my name that's it and um quit right there and i used that fifteen hundred dollars to do a 10 by 10 pop-up stand while i sold wings um i popped it up I think I made I fifteen hundred dollars I invested. I think I made like three or four thousand that day. Yeah. And I was like, Oh shit. I was like, again. What? Mm-hmm. What's going on right now? Long line. People's like, Oh, I had the donut wing with the sprinkles on it. Ooh. And oh, some people lit. thought it was weird. They was like, We gonna try that though. Yeah. And I was like, What's going on? I looked at the line, I was like, dang. It was so popping that the people from the restaurant, yeah. million dollar restaurant, came to my ten by ten stand, like writing down notes, like, What are you doing? Like you can't do this. Mm-hmm. I can't do what? Mm-hmm. You can't create. You can't just start a business like that. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> they came to my stand. Yeah. So I couldn't start a business. And then there was something on their menu called uh, bacon wrap mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. I created that, so I was getting a portion of it because mm-hmm. I created for their menu, and that was the number one seller. Mm-hmm. So they came to my stand. It was like, 
you can't sell that here. Like, you sold us the idea. I was like, give me paperwork while I sold you the idea. Mm. Yeah. And they didn't. They didn't. So I was like, you got to get out of here. And I was like, we're going to sue you. Nothing ever happened because they couldn't. Yeah. So I was like, in that moment, I was like, I got something big. If, if a restaurant owner is coming to a 10 by 10 tent, mm-hmm. it's a tent. You're yeah. scared of a 10 by 10 tent. Yeah. I was like, something's going, something big got is something. going on here. You had got the people. Something. Yeah. So I was like, that's how it happened. $1,500 quit. And it was crazy because rent was due in two weeks and I spent mm-hmm. the whole 1500 so I was like, make a risk. Yeah, that was the biggest risk. I had yeah. zero dollars, yeah. zero, because I got I got the best pop up canopy I could. Yeah, I had my logo on it, and it's crazy because that same one I started with yeah. is the one I'm ending with. I'm doing a food tour right now. We popped that same thing up, uh, same exact tent from like seven, eight years ago. That's Absolutely. lit. But that's belief in self. Yeah, we that's changed the menu and stuff, of course, but it's the same tent. Like that's crazy. That is crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I do want to talk about the food, the food tour, but. You mentioned something about, you know, being discriminated. Now, being an African-American chef or a black chef, however you want to be called, you know what I'm saying? You got the yeah. tattoos. At the time, you had locks. Yeah. And you're in the Southern California area. Yes, yeah, Southern California. Is there a lot of discrimination for, like, when you're, like, you know, and you're in charge, you have your own catering company, so you're cooking for different events and corporations and stuff like that. Do you yeah. experience any type of any type of racism or discrimination when, you, when Man, you're doing that stuff? being a black chef, especially in that area, you get, it's the most racist thing in the world yeah. for years yeah. i wasn't even i worked for like seven eight restaurants for years i had to just brush it under the table the black jokes that you know they thought they were cool they was like yeah man hey what, like what does black people do for like telling jokes like yeah. eat fried chicken like all of that for years i had to like <laughs> like yeah. get one of these side laughs like huh and then keep it pushing like people like you have to deal with that a lot man yeah. and then when i go into a restaurant i make a name for myself so yeah. first day I don't think I've, so you have to start off as most people dishwasher, then you're a line cook. Um, and to be a lead line cook, it has to be like months and months. I was always lead within a week mm. because they come in and hey, you need to chop it. Oh, I already know. I know the Julia and that. I know how to, I know my mise en place, which is on my hand right here. Yeah. I got all my, my velleté, my bechamels, my espanoles. I got all my sauces. They're like. What you know? I was like, yeah, I know. Like, I know everything. So I yeah. went in there, showed me what to do. Boom, 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 quick. What's what's next? I got stuff done so fast that they're like, we have nothing else for you to do right now. The restaurant's empty right now. Like, it's a weekday, so you know it's a lot of prep during the week. They're like, you're fast. Yeah. So that people didn't like that either. They're like, man, what? Who's this mm-hmm. guy to come in and Je- go crazy like jealous? That? I tell people I love it. Like the thing with cooking. I love it more than a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people do it for money. I never started doing it for money. Yeah. And I still don't do it for money. Yeah. So, yeah, I got to feed my kids and stuff. So you're not going to, like, lowball me to where I can't pay my bills. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, it's it's more than that to me. Like, I was yeah. reading the Flavor Bible left yeah. and right. People don't even know what the Flavor Bible is. They never opened it up. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was learning, like, the scientific ways of doing things, like the deep fried water, the gastronomy. I know a lot about it. Yeah. You know, I've traveled to Florence, Italy, to Thailand. Yeah. you know lived in both for three months so and oh, wow. and in both so i think when i landed in thailand we we're supposed to be a study abroad and that was actually um for winning the show or winning the show winning the competition in culinary school i was able to do that so i went there and i was like yeah you're supposed to just study you know go to school study i was like after school everybody else wanted to go out and see what the nightlife mm-hmm. is i went to restaurants and i was like hey i'll wash your dishes if i can yeah. see a vision of the kitchen if i could see the kitchen from where i am yeah. and see what your chefs are doing mm. and i was like what do you mean i was like, i just want to learn yeah and i was like you know what forget the dishes come stand side by side with our chefs and and see what they're doing that's real and I was like we've never had anybody come in 
yeah. from America too and just mm-hmm. like, hey, I want to yeah. like for free. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you don't got to pay me nothing. I just want to see what the chefs are doing. It's obsession. Uh, yeah. You no, know, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say that they say when you want to do something, you got to be obsessed with it. If you want to yeah. be great, you have to yeah. become obsessed with yeah. your craft. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so like, that's what I feel like helped to propel, propel you so quickly. You know what I'm saying? What, like whether it was, um, on the line, like in the restaurants, yeah. or if it has to do with you as an entrepreneur and now a business owner, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're so obsessed with your craft and um, you're not doing it for the money, you're not doing it for the clout, you know yeah. what I mean? And that comes off in your energy. People yeah. attract to that. So that's like a part, uh, that's like um, like the razzle dazzle, like the extra sauce, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? I've been that, hearing razzle dazzle a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that makes you you and yeah. why, you know, your path has been so unique and that and then like i'm trying to be what every chef couldn't be i Mm want to do it all because usually chefs can do one thing like if you're cooking high-end food you're only cooking high-end food i can cook high-end food i can cook social media food i can cook persian i cook whatever food you want and then that's when you said that you noticed that my catering menu was different than what i do people don't understand that i'm like we don't i don't go to these catering events and deep fried water and (laughs) watermelon (laughs) They get the real food. Mm-hmm. You, you see my all my menus. That Talk real. about it. What's some of the things on your menu? Man. The I'll menu say, currently. Um, I have appetizers from, you know, um, hard-boiled eggs with Cajun shrimp on top. Um, I got um, a lot of people want my barbecue menu where it's uh, tri-tip uh, smoked for like 14 hours. Yeah. Um, we do lamb chops. We do um, lamb lollipops with a celery root puree. Got the monkey bread. Yeah, the monkey bread is at every. So the monkey bread, I am the very first and the only to smoke monkey bread. There's never been any because monkey bread is such an easy, simple um, dessert. Yeah. Nobody ever took it above and beyond. They're like, it's just monkey bread. Mm-hmm. So I took it upon myself to use mesquite wood, smoking in front of the whole crowd. So yeah. when we're at a wedding, and it's dessert time. We line it all up on the table, and I smoke each, every one of them in front of everybody. I pull it off. We put homemade ice cream yeah. on top, okay. homemade caramel, homemade chocolate sauce, and we drizzle it oh on that thing. Gosh. It's a whole show. So that we, sounds so good. And I see hundreds of cameras out. Every It's like a show every yeah. single catering event. So that went around, and then we became like the number one catering, new catering company in the area. So like, everything is homemade? Everything is homemade. We, we make our ketchups. We make our mustard. You make your seasonings? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, the seasoning. Number. That seasoning right there, mm-hmm. um, y'all definitely got to take a bottle of that too. Oh, for uh, sure. Because that seasoning is so addicting to people that people got mad at me when it, <laughs> it sold out and they ran out. They're like, man, what am I going to cook now? What am I going <laughs> to use now? I'm like, what you been using before you thought of it? Like, before you yeah. bought this? Like, yeah. they're like, no, I can't go back to no other seasoning. Sure. And I was just talking to my uh, little cousin, and she was like, I haven't used another seasoning in over a year. I was wow. Like, Dang. And then people think I over-exaggerate. I only use that seasoning. Yeah. I don't use no other seasoning. Like for the past, I think that's going on two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. Absolutely, man. And yo, bro, I've been seeing you get into a lot of rooms, man. I seen you with the, I seen you with Little Wayne. I seen you with the cast of Bel Air. Oh yeah, you yeah. with Fat Boy. You with everybody, bro. Yeah. People want to know, man. How are you getting in these rooms, my brother? How you do it? Social media is everything, man. Social media is everything. Um, people see the content they see the shade room they see the viral post and they literally reach out to me yeah. like hey man like we want you here we want you there yeah. um the whole thing with little wayne it was um some dude i forgot his name man but he threw a um shout he, out to him anyway yeah he, <laughs> th- he throws this pizza party 
every year and i'm like pizza party first of all i don't like pizza so i was like all right whatever and you have to have a certain amount of followers to even yeah. get in there so my friends like my close friends couldn't come with me i have a lot of friends how tall like my friends i got millions of followers and stuff but i wanted like my new friends to see that experience yeah. and they couldn't get in because of their followers and i was like that's how it works now you have to Dang. so i went by myself yeah. um met a dope dude man that he's a, he flew out from san francisco to be there and um he he's a millionaire um, so I was like, man, I'm in this thing by myself, you know, invite me on stage next to Lil Wayne. Mm. Um, what's the other dude name that was there? Um, he got long hair. He's a DJ. He's like one of the most popular. I feel like I know who you're talking about. And I didn't know who he was. And people were like, cause I was on stage. So I was like, you don't know who you're next to? It was like, and then they started saying like some of the stuff that he's done. I was like, mm. oh, yeah. I didn't know. Oh. Yeah, I remember really his name. Like, yeah. I don't remember his name. Yeah. Don't say anything. I don't know right now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so um, that's how I got in there. The Food Network reached out to me. Yeah, um, they saw you won that. By the way, yeah, yeah, I won that show, and they reached out to me. I was like, "Hey, we got this show where you people come out the grocery store, you cook with random ingredients, you don't know what's in the basket, but we have to tell you what to make." Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's in the basket, but you don't tell me what to make. So I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna make the you know, first round. You got to make noodles." Yeah, I was the only chef that did not have noodles, so it was like I looked over all the other chefs had noodles in their basket. I didn't have none. So I made um, zucchini noodles, call them zoodles. Mm, zoodles. So I did the zoodles, and they thought that was brilliant mm-hmm. because because I saw you know a spiralizer. Mm-hmm. I know all the equipment, so yeah. I was like, yeah, I saw a spiralizer, and I was like, yeah, I, that's my only. I can't make. I wanted to make homemade noodles. Yeah. I looked at the clock. I had like ten minutes left. I was like, there's Jeez. no way. But the other chefs were they were they rookie chefs? Were they professional chefs? Like oh no, they were amazing chefs. They was like some of the top chefs, really. Yeah. Um, They've been on TV shows before. Um, I was the only one. I think me and the youngest, other youngest girl, um, she was like an amazing line cook in Arizona. Yeah. We was the only ones that wasn't on TV. Um, so they already been on TV. They already did this. They had restaurant. They had all kind of stuff already. So I was like, man, that's going to be hard to beat y'all. <laughs> and their food was amazing. Like yeah. the things they created, I was like, dang. Shout out to them. Yeah. But when I got to that second round, it was it. Because it was, uh, it was um, Ballpark Bites meaning everything that you get at a ballpark mm-hmm. and i was like you deep fry a lot of stuff at a ballpark i was <laughs> like yep. time to shine i was like oh y'all in trouble now so like i did a um i did a corn dog i saw italian ground like ground meat it was like grounded up i put like uh i saw a string cheese i put the string cheese inside made my corn dog and the co- with the corn milk no i didn't have cornmeal so i had to use flour and water yeah. and the chef was like how you do it without cornmeal i was like, i don't know <laughs> and I, but I made this corn dog with the italian sausage with the string cheese oozing out it was like man yeah. it was like if you if you when i was making it they were like if you if he pulls this off he's unstoppable and all i heard that from the side so- i was like uh-oh and i pulled it off man and i'm so nice I, I learned you can't be too nice on tv yeah um it was a it was just a certain amount of fryers in the back and one of the other girls, I seen her stressing, so I let her put her stuff in the fryer, yeah. and I put all my stuff in the same basket. When you're battering anything, you can't do that because it's going to yeah. stick together. So all my stuff was falling apart, yeah. so I had to cut my corn dog and make it look all fancy. So mm-hmm. that was kind of like, it was smart, but then it was negative because they were like, this looks too fancy for a ballpark, but you, yeah. but we see what you did out there. You let her use the basket. Yeah. But not again. Now I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Never, not, 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 not no more. I, I <laughs> gotta be rough with the yeah. I took a, I had so many opportunities for more TV shows, yeah. um, for other people, but I decided to partner up with my homie John Lucas. Shout, Shout out to John, John. Luca Givens, one of my brothers, and we we recreating like two or three shows right now. Yeah. And I was like, let me take a break from 
you know, I, um, Food Network, shout out to Food Network, all that's dope. But I was like, yeah, we're doing our own show now. Mm, that's dope. Yeah, our own show. For and, sure. you know, people like my family, like, you turned down this show? I was like, yeah, I'm going to turn down all of that because I believe in myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I already did the TV. I, sh- I proved my point. Now yeah. I want my own show. So. Mm. Absolutely, man. And so, man, it's been a lot. That was, what, two about two years ago? Uh, 2020, yeah. 2020? Like mid-2020 when I won that show. So um, a year and a half, two yeah. years ago. It's been a lot of success since then. A lot yeah. of changes. Let's talk about it. How has life changed for you? You don't you don't gotta get into too much details financially, but how has that changed for you mentally and just like with your family, with everything, your relationships? How's how has your life been different for you? Man, life has changed a lot, but it's shown me that even with the food network, that didn't get me to follow. I think after I won the food network show, maybe gained like less than a hundred followers. Yeah. So me, I had to grind myself. Yeah. Um, but the Food Network got me in the doors yeah. of a you know a lot of millionaires outside of social media. But yeah. social media didn't really do much for me, yeah. um, besides being able to put in my my bio and all that stuff. Yeah. But I had to grind, and I was like, man, let's just. I just was going crazy on the internet, like every every day, like three posts a day. Viral shade room kept hitting me up. Hey, can we post this? Can we post? This? I was like, dang, I'm really making a name. Mm-hmm. And I I think I had like. When I won the Food Network, I had, like, less than 10,000 followers. And then I had, like, 50 from winning the Food Network. But then when I started going crazy on the Internet, then it's 30,000, 40,000. I'm up to over a little fi- up over 50 right now mm-hmm. on Instagram and close to 200,000 on TikTok. Yeah. Um, so. Getting partnership deals, got agents. Like all that when me and you talked, I didn't have none of that, man. Yeah. Like I didn't have an agent. You made to monetize a lot of this. Yeah, yeah, had to, man. Monetizing yourself is the most important mm-hmm. because you want to get paid for your craft, man. If you love social media, you should be getting paid for it. Yeah. You know, I have a shout out to JC. Um, we call him a social media team team member manager. He does it all, yeah. um, but he's definitely getting me right right now. Yeah. Um, you know, you definitely have to have a strong team behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as social media, I have a strong team. As far as like my business, it's just me. Yeah, I have people that work for me. Yeah. I hire people, but I don't have a business partner. I yeah. never had a loan. I never had an investor. It's all it. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just me. Um, and then I'll be the first to announce right here, right here with you, man. I'm opening up a restaurant um, September 1st um, in the city of Temecula. I can't say where yet. I ain't going to say the name, but they hear it first. I'm opening up a restaurant. People have been waiting for years for this. So it's about to go crazy. What, what made you decide that it's time? That's time to do the restaurant, man. For years, I was like, because I worked on food trucks. I was like, man, should I do a food truck? Because yeah. I know, you know, I like talking to people. I like being around people. I like traveling. And that's going to come. But I was like, man, let me do the restaurant first. I was like, it's, it's time. Because yeah. people have been asking me for years and years. Like, man, you need, we like, they always ask me, this food looks good, but where can I get it? And yes. I, I'm like, nowhere. Mm-hmm. Because you can't get it from catering. Yeah, I don't just, I, I mean, if you want me to come to your house privately and cook it, that's going to cost you uh, like a whole lot of money. So I, was <laughs> like, I was like, you can't really get it nowhere. So now when people ask, I can say, yeah, you can get it here. Yeah. So people, this is gonna go crazy. Yeah, people I got, gonna travel from all over. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna Let, be crazy. Let's talk about that because you often talk about the importance of having a physical location, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah, I definitely believe in that. I feel like a lot of people now, like, um, of course, with the internet boom and social media, a lot of people just have like e-commerce and things like that. But I honestly feel like there, you can never beat experience. You know what I mean? And I feel like 
throughout your your journey you've always given people experience like even when you talked about the catering events and then you have the whole show and everybody's mm-hmm. phones are out their cameras out like yeah. it's a whole experience so for you to uh now have the restaurants people are going to be traveling from all over yeah. to experience like the yeah. food to experience you your team you know the whole shebang so i feel like that's going to be so lit yeah and i'm gonna be there with the team for for a little bit it's not i'm not just gonna open up the spot and never be in there i'm gonna be mm-hmm. there yeah. you know cooking right along with them um that's just what uh, to me a uh, uh, business owner should do you should be hands-on yes. with everything yes. so yeah i'm gonna be there it's gonna be late and you said that's september september 1st september yeah 1st. that's like right before your birthday we yeah gotta, my birthday we, gotta go to, we gotta go to cali oh, okay. <laughs> you don't want to go to cali i've been wanting two years man i've been wanting need to cali. man y'all need to come to cali man you gonna take care of us to come to cali oh yeah i got y'all man it's gonna be it's gonna be hot out there just like y'all know. i don't know y'all say it's hot out here it's hot it is hot out here but yeah it's hot out there it's a different type of hot out here it's humid yeah we still new to the atlanta area i'm from florida though so you know i'm used to the heat it's hot out there. I've never been to Florida. It's hot out there too. It's I would think hot, beautiful wet, weather out there. Humid, everything. It's, oh. be- it's beautiful, man, but it's hot still. <laughs> Dang. You know it don't get cold. Does California get? I don't think it get cold. We got like a couple months out of the year that it gets cold, but not really. Like we it's don't really. Yeah, we don't get the. We don't get no snow. Well, some okay. places you got to go up to like Big Bear or something like yeah. that, but you don't really get the snow. None of that. My kids like, man, we want the snow. I'm like, y'all in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> y'all in the wrong place. It's not about the snow here. Yeah. Sure. Earlier, you talked about a food tour. Let's talk about that real quick. What's going on with the food from Paris to Paris? Yeah, so the reason we started the food tour um, is because this is my last year with my baby, the pop-up stand. Yeah. Um, that's that's where it all started. Yeah. Um, so I was like, let's go out with a bang. So we're literally taking this stand from city to city, state yeah. to state. We're literally taking this thing everywhere, popping it up, me and my team. Yeah. And um, I was like, man, let's do a tour because I knew I was opening a restaurant. Yeah. Now they know. Nobody knew. That's um, but yeah, that's why I was, I was like, I'm going to go out with a bang mm-hmm. um, for, the, for the last year. So we're doing from Paris to Paris. Um, Paris, California is basically in my city. Moreno Valley and Paris go hand in hand. It's like, you know, it's like a borderline where you just hop over, boom, and it's Paris. Um, so a lot of people don't know it's a Paris, California, yeah. and then we're er- ending in Paris, France. Um, While well, I'm doing cooking classes yeah. um, and things, I'm not popping up to stand out there because I want to know how to get it out there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. but I'm going to be doing cooking classes and cooking with people out there too. So I'm gonna end it like that. So that's dope. And shout out to your marketing team for that name, or, or you maybe it's you. Nah, yeah, uh, yeah, the Paris, Paris of Paris. I came up with that because oh. and then <laughs> when I did it was, the marketing team. Yeah, <laughs> it was like what Paris of Paris. That's genius. Yeah, because that's dope. our first event was in Paris, and and Paris was where I started my career. That's where the hot dog. It, it was at the race uh, auto speedway in paris mm. that's why i started my whole career so i went back there mm. to start the number to start off the tour was where i started my career one of the first dishes you was making was hot dogs hot dogs man straight out of culinary school um we, she had one of the first mobile pink's hot dogs because pink's hot dogs is in vegas it's yeah. in originated in la in hollywood and um she had a mobile one yeah. and she was like we're gonna go over everywhere making hot dogs and she came to my culinary school they laughed all the students like we ain't making no hot dogs yeah so I was like, I'll make the hot dogs. And then she did Coachella five, seven years mm-hmm. total. You know, started off with the Tupac hologram. That's when I fell in love. I was like, yeah. I'm making hot dogs. I can take a break and go see the Tupac hologram. Yeah. <laughs> that was insane. I'll mm-hmm. never forget that. But then we did a year after year. And then like on the third year, I was like, you know what? Let me make some little business cards from Staples or something. And I was able to give it to celebrities like yeah. Justin Bieber. Um, you know, I cooked for Jay Leno. You weren't nervous in handing out to those people? No, nah, not at all. I was like, man, I'm 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 trendy chef. Yes. Um, I come here, and the thing that got them is I come to your house to cook for free. They was like, what? 
I was like, for free. I hear that free stuff a lot. You've yeah. been saying free. Why is it important for you to offer your services for free? Um, just starting off, man. Any entrepreneur starting off, man, sometimes like doing stuff and making connections is more important than money. Yes. Um, I've traveled to celebrities' homes in the middle of the night for free. Woke my kids up. Yes. Um, L.A. is two hours from where I live. People think I live in L.A. I don't live in L.A. People, that's from other places. Um, I traveled to L.A. two hours with my kids, mm-hmm. meaning two hours I still had to get there. And shop for the mm-hmm. food when I got there. Find like Winco is usually a twenty-four hour spot for us. I don't know if you have Winco out here. Don't if you know what that is. No, not wings. Winco. Oh, so Winco. Yeah, W I N C O. Wings. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Winco grocery store, man. Okay, it's, yeah. it's, it's big in Cali. Got Kroger's. Oh, that's, is that twenty-four hours? No, I don't think nothing. Is nothing. Oh, not even Walmart anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. That's twenty-four hours. That never closes. So oh, I was wow. like, oh, I'm gonna go out here. I'm gonna go to Winco. I'm going to get the ingredients, and I'm going to go to his house and cook. Shout out to Donnie Savage, my brother, man. That's my brother right there. That's why I went to his house, had my kids, cooked for him, you know, um, cooked for him for free. And then years, like a year later, come around, he hit me up for a TV show. So that's how, that's why mm-hmm. connections, are yeah, 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 relationships, connections is more important than money, man. I cook for so many celebrities. I gotta get you a shirt. I got a shirt that says that I gotta get you one. I need that. Yeah, I need sure. that. Cause, uh, yeah, so so many celebrities, man, cooking for them and then I became friends with them. Um, mm-hmm. And now they give me what I deserve. Like mm-hmm. if they want me to cook, they know I'm coming with some money for Trendy. So mm, a question that I love to ask, bro, is why are relationships so important? Because it's like those connections, especially with people that have been doing it, like everybody that I've cooked for for free, they've been doing it. You know, they know about the social media and know about marketing. So you want to get knowledge from them, yep. you know, and you want to create that bond with them. Um, you know, I had celebrities where they was like, hey, I come and cook. I was like, this time don't pay me nothing, man. Let me cook. Let's play basketball. Let's hang out for the day. Um, and they like that. They're like, man, that's dope. You know, so relationships, learning. Like I saw Lil Boosie offer like, I think like 10 grand in cash or to sit down with them. Yeah. I would have took the sit down, yeah. and then it, uh, somebody else offered like twenty grand. I was like, I would have took the sit down mm-hmm. over. You can offer. Oh, so you, you're taking that lunch with Jay Z then? Yeah, that lunch with Jay Z. <laughs> oh man, that's worth way more. You might cook any the lunch. <laughs> yeah, any more? In, that's worth more than any dollar sign, man. Because yeah. the knowledge that you're gonna get from them yeah. is is priceless, man. Mm-hmm. That's what sure. you need. If you're in it for the money, you won't last long, man. That money gonna go away. But if you have the knowledge, you always know how to make mm-hmm. money. Always. I know you had a question about relationships. Yeah. So. Um, over your journey so far, have you had any, um, like pitfalls when it came to relationships? Like, you know how, like, um, what what do people say when they be like, oh, this person like got on and changed, like, you know what I mean? Or like, like they, they came into money or they came into fame or whatever the case may be is they, and they change. And then you've had like relationships that might've like, they also say success is lonely at the top. Yeah. 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 I definitely have people like that. A couple of people, man, to where. You know, I got played. You know, yeah. I'll go out, cook for them. They'll promise to, you know, post me or tag me. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody that has millions and millions of followers. I ain't going to say his name, but he always gives out Teslas. They just know who that is. <laughs> um, yeah, he's in L.A. He gives out a lot of Teslas. Um, but that's one <laughs> That's one. <laughs> that's one person. And, uh, you know, he didn't tag me. He didn't tag none of the, the, the people there. And I was like, yeah. man, I was like, all right, cool. And it's crazy because I was like the first, I think that was in April 2020, it's like the first big like social media um, celebrity that I like was able to cook for, and mm-hmm. he has one of the biggest followings on uh, YouTube. Yeah. 
Yeah. One of wow. the biggest followers on YouTube. I'm talking, he posts a video, it gets millions in, in yeah, minutes. That would have been amazing for you. Yeah, so I remember just being there because I'm a shoe guy. I grew up with like nothing. Like, yeah. I don't even know if y'all know what ponies are, but there's a shoe called ponies I used to get made fun of because that's all my dad could afford. It was like $5. And um, going hanging out with them, they had the Teslas, they had the Balenciagas. And this was only a couple years ago. Wow. And I was like, one day I'm going to get that. Now I have Teslas and Balenciagas. Yeah. Two years later. That's yeah. crazy. I didn't know it was going to happen that fast. Yeah. I was like, man, maybe like five six seven years from now yeah. but i literally was looking at that she was like y'all wearing balance man i never seen those in person mm -hmm. yeah. like i'm so new to this success people don't understand yeah. i'm only two years into this yeah. so that was two years ago that i could yeah. not afford balenciaga i could not afford a tesla mm -hmm. and i was literally looking like they all pulled up with teslas they yeah. all had on balenciaga i was like man i was just like excited and so i was like man this is crazy i'm hanging out with y'all that means I can have that one day. Yeah. Fast forward yeah. two years later, I have a closet full of Balenciaga mm -hmm. and I have a couple of Teslas. Like, how does that feel? Like, what's that feeling like being able to afford the things that you weren't able to afford only two years ago? I remember you was sharing, like, you were sleeping on the floor, you was in your car. Yeah, so, like that, that, that growth, and it's been quick. Yeah, how's that been for you? What's that like? It's still surreal, man. It's mm -hmm. like, man, how did this happen so fast? Because and once you get it, yeah. to me, it's not even about the money. It's like accomplishing what you said you're going to do i yeah. said i was going to get a pair of balenciaga and a tesla yeah. and i did it mm -hmm. so it's not like it, it don't matter about the money it took to get to yeah. get that and stuff i'm like man i really got that like and it, even my son he was like dad you said that like a couple years ago that you was going to start getting balenciaga and tesla manifestation and people yeah. like no you're not like yeah. it was like a lot of people told me no you're not getting this and that it's all material things but to me it's like it's like being working that hard to be able to get it mm -hmm. um but now that once you get it it's like all right this is cool but it's like now now we want now we want More. like yeah financial Better. freedom yeah. now we want the money coming in while we sleep yeah um so that's the goal man i've done everything from and still doing people don't know i have um like online stores where you can buy blow-up mattresses and candles and yeah. Really? yeah and i don't even promote none of that wow i don't promote none of that because it, it sells for itself itself but i don't even yeah i don't even promote uh, my catering i'm never on my catering page i don't post yeah and it's just it's i didn't get a chance to promote it because i'm always booked mm. last year we we're booked the whole year starting like once january hit we had events all the way up to december 15th i love it yes yeah, so i was like man i don't even promote this and people are like, how are you doing i've never marketed or promoted my catering company i might have posted like a little something mm -hmm. never paid for advertising nothing so i was like dang that's i crazy. love it they didn't believe in you but god did yeah i, I did i did Drake <laughs> <I> did, <laughs> <Great> did. <So. laughs> but, but speaking about promotion bro we definitely gonna let you promote man i see you over here with your stuff right now yeah Do a little promotion bro we gonna i'm make finally gonna I, i'm finally gonna be releasing this people been waiting on this for over a year the clothing line um that's the hat where it's no color you know we don't have um the logo not in color we don't have it black and white we don't have it colorful um but this mocks like the um i don't know i don't watch like anime or none of that crazy stuff but not crazy <laughs> shout out to people that watch anime, we watch anime. Um, <laughs> my son loves it. he's trying to get into it i'm trying to get into it we but um shorts this was like shorts. this was like mocking one of the asian um yeah i don't it's it's one of the i don't know what it is my son knows it's a japanese designer yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. yeah and then i was like okay i took different colors but it's colorful just like that and mm -hmm. i put like the spatulas and stuff in the back mm -hmm. with the trendy like with the hat with the um tc on the hat so i was like man this is dope and then i showed it to a couple designers i was like man this could be big this mm -hmm. is dope i like this and I just been holding on to it. I trademarked. I own own everything about. I have all the paperwork on it. So I was like, yeah, I can show it now. Mm -hmm. And it still has not dropped. Not no one has it yet. So yeah, no, that's but, dope. I'm gonna need one. They big head. They, are they big head friendly? Yeah, yeah. They big headed friendly. <laughs> yeah, I need that. I need I need one for me. 
You yeah, I'm gonna have to sip you one for sure, Definitely. and then take one of these seasonings for sure. Oh yeah, for um, sure. So the, yeah. the seasoning is, um, you know, it's vegan. You can okay. put on, you know, yeah, you know yeah. So <laughs> it's literally everything seasoning. You can put on whatever you want, sure. um, you know, and it, it has the sea salt in it. You know, it has like some of the healthier ingredients, yeah. but it's still, you know, it's still seasoning. You know, you don't want to overdo it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. You know, it's gonna put flavor on whatever you, whatever you want it to, from nice. shrimp to, you know, cauliflower. I do a vegan option at all of my events. So you gonna get this right, don't worry. Yeah, I see the luggage back here, man. Talk a little bit about that, man. I see yeah. the line. You, you a Leo or something? Yeah, yeah, Leo. <laughs> uh, August 11, opulent um, man's club, man. Um, if they want that, it sells out fast. So. You know, you can use uh, you can use a promo code Trendy Fashion, and you can get get a discount on that. They have red, black, gold, and they have it all, man. For I sure, love for it. sure. And while I have you, bro, speaking about clothing, man, I want to gift you something from Uh-oh. Golden the brand. Uh oh. Give it to you on air. Let me see. You know what I'm saying? It's a little surprise. Should I open it now? You can open it, man. You can open. It. You don't got to put it on now. <laughs> My headphones gonna. Say yeah, it's okay. Uh, if you don't oh, have to. Oh, you, you don't. You don't <laughs> Let me open he got it. a lot going on. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Let me see what this. Uh, I forgot he got the hat on. I wish I knew that his son loved anime. You got to tell us his sizes so oh, yeah, we can yeah, ship yeah, him yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He love. He even sure. love y'all. For sure. For sure. Get him some shorts. I see y'all right here. You see, got the marketing, the marketing. Yeah, that's already. So that's what y'all got on right now. Yeah, absolutely. She handmade everything. You made. That? She handmade. Yeah, she handmade your gift too. Hold on, let me see. Oh, dang, y'all got the gold. Dang, oh, yeah, y'all doing yeah, it yeah. big. Put these down. Let me open this up. For sure, for sure. See what we got here. You made this? Yeah. For sure. I don't know if you wear velvet in uh, hot oh, California, what? but we we had to get oh. you some uh, hoochie hey. daddy shorts. Some hoochie daddy. Hey. I've been the popular. I'm <laughs> I'm wearing. We just sure. talking about, <laughs> <laughs> about that too. I'm wearing a hoochie. Hey, you got to stay up to the trend. Everybody doing a hoochie that. Watch me do a post. You are a trendy daddy. Yeah, that's. Yeah. What, I'm, I'm gonna do a post in that. Yeah. I'm gonna be at the beach or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those little Baywatch runs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. I appreciate Out in y'all. Cali, of no. course. Yeah. And, 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 and son, if you're gonna be watching this, you ain't stealing. My son stealing everything. Uh, now nah, we gonna get him some shorts. Yeah. He's he gonna have some fruits so. Some anime. Yeah, so, just let me know his favorite anime. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, what do you say? One is it one punch? One piece. Man? One piece. One piece. Yeah. Um, uh, Naruto. Is Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> At least you um, know the names. Yeah, you pay um, attention to the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and those little clouds. I don't know what those clouds. What's those clouds called? That, those ca- like, that Koski symbol. Yeah, yeah. See, that's it. That's all over his room. That's oh yeah. Everywhere. Oh yeah. We gonna, gonna get him right. Yeah, we yeah. gonna, gonna get him right. right. Gonna Didn't y'all have like a um. It was a do rag or something with that on it, or y'all had something with oh, that. Oh, we on got it? the shorts, man. But yeah, we used to, we used to, we used to do the do rags too, man. Shout that's out to, uh, shout out to Sat. That's her mother's company, the Sat. Oh, dope, dope. Yeah, 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 I remember sure. that. I remember oh, that. Sure. I didn't know what the cloud. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> put you up on game. Yeah. Now nah, for sure, for sure. She said that's fly, man. Mm-hmm. Sure, I appreciate sure. y'all. Now nah, we Thank appreciate you, you, man. We definitely appreciate you for coming back to the show, man. You yes. the first person I think to do the second, a second, you know, second interview. Mm-hmm. The first one to do with the experience. Shout out to the plug ATL. Shout out to the Middle of Vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about to be dope, brother. But you got a lot going on, man. I'm proud of you, man. Down from the the seasonings, right to the merchandise, to the artwork, to to the restaurant coming. You man. know what I'm saying, man? It's a lot. Cooking, going. Uh, cookbook, cookbook <laughs> coming. The, the culinary, the culinary classes, the nonprofit. Uh, yeah, and another first. Um, we're coming out with a whole barbecue grill set. Barbecue um, grill, and that's, and that's coming with. 
a cookbook. So if yes. you want the first yeah. ever cookbook, you got to get the barbecue grill first set. Ever. Love it. Yeah. Well, we gonna need yeah. that. We I gonna... never had my cookbook out. Like people been asking me for that for years too. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna need that. I need everything you're doing, bro. Just send yeah. it to me, bro. I yeah, got, I got you. <laughs> so much going on, man. I feel like who who does? Uh, I think Master P does all this. Oh stuff. yeah, but mm-hmm. that, you know, that's <laughs> the blueprint, right? There. Yeah. So I'm trying to just do everything, man, yeah. and and even like scale olive like um chefing mm-hmm. you know do the you know real estate um own property i'm doing it i'm trying to do it all man so yeah. next year we gonna have to have another interview oh yeah we're we gonna yeah. do a yearly we're gonna, thing we're gonna, we gonna be we're like gonna, vlad and boozy yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know that's crazy i've been saying that so yeah man because you're gonna change i'm gonna change our Absolutely. lives gonna change um we'll stick you know be here for each other man and, and we're gonna hold each other so, down man if you're not growing bro if you're not staying in motion if you're not moving you're not growing you staying yeah. still you're dead bro and we yeah. don't we only speak life you know what i'm saying yeah. so you have any closing words my queen no uh, this is awesome Absolutely. i feel like i learned so much Absolutely, even bro. more and it was just dope like hearing your story hearing yeah. your journey it's inspiring yeah. i hope it inspires everybody that listens to this episode yeah and it's just yeah oh yeah they're gonna be listening this, this is gonna be out yeah For oh, sure. i can't i cannot close without asking i asked this question you know i asked this question to all my guests trini what's your definition of success I always tell people I don't want to be successful. I don't want any money, anything, unless I can change lives. Mm. If I can't change lives, I don't want it. I don't want the money. I don't want any of that. It's changing lives is my definition of success. Mm-hmm. You're successful when you can change other people's lives, when you can get people off the street, when you can get people from out of jail. Yeah. Um, ain't no use to doing none of this. Like yeah. I wouldn't want any of this today if I if I can change lives. Man. Impact. So. Impact. Impact, yeah. Impact, man. And that's what we're trying to do here on the Fly on the Wall show, man. So, guys, please make sure that you like, you comment, you subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok, barely. But I'm going <laughs> right. to learn from Yeah, learn yeah, from yeah let's do some TikToks. Yeah, we got to do one before we leave, man. Absolutely. Right. We got to get on the TikTok, yeah, man. The TikTok right thing. Absolutely, man. Social media <laughs> is everything. Social media will change your life. It's changed my life. It's changed her life. Mm-hmm. It's definitely changed trendy's life mm-hmm. man and brother i wish you nothing but success appreciate it and guys that's all we have for you today it's been another special episode of the fly on the wall show it's your boy jr lee brought to you by food for thought network sponsored by golden the brand <laughs> thank you guys so much bye, bye guys <laughs>